Hello everyone. I want to welcome you back to See the Sunrise. This is season two and episode 40. Seeing the sunrise is about seeing Christ in your everyday situations. It was in the book of Jeremiah chapter 33 and verse three, where the Lord spoke to the prophet while he was in prison. He said to him, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. Seeing the sunrise is an opportunity to see what God is doing, not only behind the scenes, but in the lives of everyday people like you and me. From the pulpit to the pew, we all have had various challenges and experiences that bring us to a need for Christ in our lives. Well, it's almost Christmas, the celebration of the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. As such, I thought it most appropriate to share with you the joy of this season. Over the past few weeks, I've spent a good amount of time talking about Advent and the celebration leading up to Christmas. I spoke about hope, the hope that we have in Christ, the real reason for this season, for Christ is an everlasting hope and he, this celebration of hope never has to end. I've talked about peace, peace even in the midst of confusion and frustration and sadness it's a peace that comforts our soul as our world is being tossed about. Last week, for those of us that live in the Midwest here, we experienced extreme tornadoes that tore up and demolished total communities. And we are reminded of the need for peace and the need for hope and the need for Christ in our lives. One story really struck me so poignantly that I, I felt the need to share it as I listened to it today. It was a woman who put her grandchildren in a bathtub and uh, prayed and she said she brought the Bible and she prayed and the tornado came over them and it literally sucked them out of their homes. But as they went to look for the children, they saw the bathtub and the babies were under the bathtub and they were alive. We need peace in our world today. And just that when he, she talked about that word, that word was what was bringing her comfort. And we can have that kind of comfort and peace in our lives, even in the midst of turmoil. And then I talk about love. It's about an incomprehensible love that no one word can ever describe. It's a word that can't even comprehend the magnitude of the love that God has for us and that he, had, that he even gave his son for sinful folk like us. I had to think about it in the terms of, think of all the things you did against his will, those things that we know were, were disobedient, that it didn't align with what he called us to do but yet he still loved us. He loved us so much. He gave us his son. That is what Christmas is all about. God looking at us, realizing that we are incapable of, of, of following and doing the things that he called us to do. And yet he loved us still and didn't want us to experience total death. He sent his son. That's the kind of love God has for us. But today I want to talk about experiencing the joy of Christmas. Even when that day is come and gone, I want to tell you, you can still experience the, the feeling of Christmas, the joy that we sense in the expectation of the coming Christ. As we light the fourth candle of Advent, we focus on joy, which reminds me of a scripture found in Romans 15. It reads, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Did you know that joy is a fruit of the Spirit? 
If you read Galatians 5, it talks about joy being a part of a number of things that are a fruit of the Spirit, like long suffering and patience and all of those things that God says that we have and we possess through His Spirit. Many would argue that what that um, what is there to have a lot of joy about? Well, if you focus on what you see, then chances are you're not experiencing joy. You may be feeling anxiety or worry. Maybe it's frustration or sadness and more, but the joy that God's word speaks of has nothing to do with our circumstances. It has everything to do with looking forward to the blessed hope which is found in Christ. You have to bring all the message together. You can't just look at part of it because God, he, he is comprehensive. You, you get, he's all, he's everything. We find that joy, it doesn't come from things, but from within. It comes from the spirit of God that lives inside all believers. It is a joy that recognizes that even when everything isn't well, it is his spirit that elevates us to a higher understanding and it defies human logic. The joy that we have, we who believe in Christ, the world didn't give it and the world didn't, can't take it away. Some of you probably remember that from one of them old hymns. It is a joy that despite all things that seek to oppose our peace in Christ, the world can't overcome him. Our joy is not dependent on others. Our joy is dependent on Christ, him alone, his abiding presence living within us. We hear so much about the real meaning of Christmas, yet somehow it is forgotten once the day is over, but it doesn't have to end. I'm here to tell you it can last forever. We can continue to celebrate Christ because he is here with us. We can celebrate, celebrate him through acts of love and kindness, the way we treat others, how we live our lives by giving to those in need. We can celebrate him by choosing to live in peace with everyone. We don't have to be argumentative or mad or angry. We can live in peace with everybody because of the abiding presence of the Holy Spirit in us because that Holy Spirit, that abiding presence is power and is power to overcome everything and anything that seeks to rob you of the joy that God has for us. When Christmas is over, we can celebrate him as we exhibit the expectation of hope of his return. We can celebrate him by returning to worship and gathering together on one accord. Yes, I know the virus is still looming, and but you know, even in that, they have, there have been things that have put in, been put in place so that we can come together safely. And I pray that you let God lead you on what you need to do. But it's important to come together, to worship together. There's power when we come together and reading his word and singing um, songs of praise and, and hearing his word through sermons and teachings. When I was at my lowest, it was God's word that provoked joy because I was able to see him instead of my distress. I was able to see his goodness and it's deeper than human comprehension. I can't even say that enough. And when I finally understood it, I wanted to share that joy with everyone around me. No one has to get to their lowest point to find the joy of Christ. I think a lot of times people think, well, I'll just, you know, wait until things get better or, you know, then, then we find that they don't get better and then we get so low and we think we can't come to Christ, but we don't have to wait till we get to our lowest point to find him. Although a lot of people do, and there's nothing wrong with that. That was my story. He is so near you that it, it, it is a, but I'll tell you, it causes for surrender, a total surrender of your will. 
and you have to have a sincere desire to know Christ. It's like the apostle Paul said in Philippians 3 verses 10 and 11. He said, I want to know Christ. See, that was my testimony. I wanted to know him. I understood what people were saying about him. I watched people worship and all of that, but that wasn't enough for me. I had to know Jesus for myself. Paul says, I want to know Christ. Yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. What I hear is, God wants my surrender. He wants me to become like him. He wants me to share in the sufferings. He was here. He's, he walked amongst us. He experienced the things that we experienced. He experienced the grief and the sadness. He experienced the, the, the longings and the things that uh, we in our human form so desire. But he overcame all of that. We, he, as, as Paul says, even attaining to the resurrection from the dead, to know that this is not the end and that one day when we're, our, our eyes close on this side, we've got another home. As, as the old folk used to say, I got another building not made by hand. And I am so thankful for that building. I'm so thankful for that day because I know that I don't have to fear because God is right there waiting for me. But until that time, I have work to do and you do too. I wanted to know Christ, not just in the way others experienced him. I wanted to, to know him. I needed to know him personally because I wanted no doubt of his existence and I had to be unwaveringly sure. And you know what? <laughs> I am. I couldn't comprehend him from a history book or from what others were saying about him. All that did was make me curious or question their motives. I wanted to have a real relationship, an honest, know all about me relationship, whereby he would know all about me, which he does, and still love me the way that I read in the Bible. And you know what? I found out he does. I didn't think it possible because no one is worthy of the kind of love that he has for us. So I searched and I was deliberate. Today, hmm, I know him. And there is nothing, hear me, nothing, no gift, no person, nothing that has brought me greater joy than what I have in Jesus Christ. I found that I could know Christ just like I know my loved ones, yet even that doesn't grasp my ability to know him. He's so real and I can be a real skeptic and every day my desire is to seek to know him more. He is the one who is awake when everybody else is asleep. He's the one who understands my longing, the longings and desires. He's the one who comforts me in my distress. He is the one who's always with me. I did say I wanted to talk about joy, didn't I? Yes, and Jesus is joy. Just as we celebrated his hope, his peace, and his love this Advent season, never forget the joy he brings. So many scriptures speak of the joy of the Lord. Joy is a spiritual discipline. Joy changes you. It doesn't change your situation because when you choose to have joy, your circumstances won't matter because your joy isn't found in what's going on around you. It's your joy is focused on who's living in you. So if you're looking for joy, you won't find it in people or things, at least not the kind of joy that Jesus wants for you. For that kind of joy, you gotta look inside yourself where the Holy Spirit lives and dwells and you will find intrinsic joy unspeakable joy, joy that makes life worthwhile, 
makes life worth living. So today, I, I encourage you, seek to find joy, an everlasting joy that will sustain you as you journey on this side of heaven. It's here. You just have to look for it. And don't look for it in things. Look for it in his word. That's where you'll find him. And then look for him inside yourself as you receive him. This Christmas, as you celebrate with friends and family, remember those Advent candles, the one of hope, hope in a coming savior, one who was willing to die for us and one who we can look to for our future. Remember his peace, the kind of peace that he brings. He said, peace I leave with you, not like the world leave I with you. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. Now I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go, I'll come again to receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. His peace is there even in the midst of grief and loss. His peace is there even in the midst of sadness and disappointment. The kind of peace that God, Christ gives is an everlasting peace. Remember his love this Christmas season. The selfless love that gives us a promise of eternal life. If not for Christ, we would not be here. If not for Christ, we would not have a promise of eternal life. If not for Christ, our lives would be empty. And then this Christmas, remember the joy, unspeakable joy, joy that is incomprehensible and too difficult to try and explain. As I bring this podcast to an end, I'm reminded of a hope, uh, I, as I hope, <laughs> a familiar song sang in the days of old, but it's still pertinent and has significant meaning today. It said, this joy I have, the world didn't give it to me. This, this joy I have, the world didn't give it to me. Oh, this joy I have, the world didn't give it to me. The world didn't give it, and the world can't take it away. I want everyone listening to this podcast today to experience the joy found in Christ. Seek to know him, not what people say, not what others have experienced. Seek to know him for yourself. As the Apostle Paul says, I want to know Christ. Yes to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. I pray each and every one of you under the sound of my voice has a very merry and blessed Christmas, one filled with hope, peace, love, and joy. It is an un inexplicable, <laughs> easy for me to say, this joy, it is inexplicable, totally tangible, all-consuming joy that can and will abide with you all the days of your life. I know it for myself. I pray you know it too. Until next time, brothers and sisters, God bless you and be sure to see the sunrise, to see Christ in your everyday situations.